welcome to Counterpressed on The Ringer and Spotify. I'm with Becky Taylor-Gill, Jesse Parker-Humphreys, and joining us because he was so desperate to talk about Wagatha Christie, he could not resist, <laughs> is Ian Wright. So this was <laughs> this was going to be a, a Counterpressed Chaos episode to break all, and now we've added you on top, Ian. I don't know if Spotify's going to cope with this upload. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I... I I'm so I I loved I loved it I love I love Colleen anyway. Yeah, we're all oh, team Colleen. I'm right? obsessed with her. I'm I could how just can watch her be? all day. I know she. What about how uh, uh, OCD with the kids' clothes and everything and her brain? You can see how her brain works in the way that she just compartmentalized everything what she was doing. And when the lawyers saw her, how in order she was with everything, she's a proper detective, man. I love her. She's an I icon. Love her. She is an icon. She's and, a legend. Well, I want to start by taking us all back to that day, mm. that yeah. fateful day, which I think was <laughs> October 2nd, 2019. Where were you? Where were you? So I remember where I was. I was working in office at the time. It was pre-pandemic. Obviously, a lot's changed. So before I went freelance, I was working in office full time. It was about maybe midday or so, because I think it was pre-lunch. It was in the morning. Yeah, it was like early, late morning sometime, but definitely mm. before lunch. I think it was around... 10 a.m. I Let's think say it was 10. early in the morning. Let's say 10. <laughs> As in like early in the work day. And let me tell you, when it dropped, because I have Twitter mm. open all the time anyway, even when I was in full-time employment, because I was like, I need to keep across the news, see what's going down. So I always had it open. And when that dropped, it kicked no. off. Yeah. I did zero yeah. work, not just for the rest of the day, but actually for multiple days. For the rest of my life. For the rest <laughs> of my <laughs> life. Yeah. I haven't worked a day since. Same. And it was... One of the best days of your life? Yeah, I also did no work and I was self-employed. So, and I can say this now because I don't work for them and I doubt I ever will. I was at Copper 90 and it dropped and I literally did not do one thing for the rest of the day. I saw it within about five minutes of it posting and I was like, well, this is me for the rest of the day. Yeah. Ian, what was your reaction? Because obviously, you know, like Wayne and I'm sure you've met Colleen. So it's a very different experience for you as well. No, it was just like... Um to see something come out so blatantly from one person to another person, they're both kind of in that public eye. And, and it was the dot, 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 <laughs> Rebecca Vardy's account. It was like, I was, I was driving along when people were talking about it. So then I pulled over. <laughs> I pulled safety over. first, safety first. Yeah, I pulled over. And then, and then that was it. Then I think I must've called Roscoe. I said, Roscoe, what's going on? And Roscoe said, and it's, it was happening. And then you just start, it just started to continue to go and go and go. It's, I didn't realise it was going to go as big as it did. It went to the news. Every, it was on, it was on like those um, loose women. It was on everything. <laughs> it was just like went crazy. But I thought to myself, once it got to that, I was thinking, I, what's happening? I just couldn't wait for information. Mm, what's going yeah. on? You yeah, know, we needed more. We needed more. We needed she, more. She left it on a cliffhanger. Oh. And then oh, it took. She it. could tell a fucking story. She could tell a fucking yes. story. So with all of that, I want us to really get stuck into this Disney Plus epic that is I need Wagatha Christie. More episodes. <laughs> I, honestly, I could watch it forever <laughs> easily. I could watch it forever. Well, the first note I put in my phone watching this was. Eyebrows. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> the eyebrows were sensational. I put that in my notes. <laughs> Just first, bam. Well, you see, eyebrows. Great eyebrows. I need to say that after we did the Beckham one, I looked back at my notes and realised that I hadn't said eyebrows then because the naughty's <laughs> thin eyebrows were insane. Yeah. And so I was really glad that there were some crazy eyebrows in there. 
There was also her mum's eyebrows. Yeah, her mum's eyebrows are so good. There was also a moment in which one of her friends references the fact that when it dropped, uh, she was getting her eyelashes done in her friend's no, garage. <laughs> I know. Also, like your friend's garage. Like what? what? Um, yeah, the Hun content was off the charts. What were Colleen's eyebrows like? I actually only remember her mum's eyebrows. Colleen Epic. looks great. She looks great. Because yeah. so my mum's eyebrows, right? <laughs> Of the time or now? So my mum is obviously was like a, a younger woman in the early noughties when the thin eyebrows were a thing, right? Yeah. And she has plucked them so much that now she just can't grow eyebrows. Scouse like, queen. Her <laughs> eyebrows are still so thin. <laughs> and I wondered if that had happened to Colleen. No, they're no, good. Hers, they're good. Hers are very good. They after, look really after good. After seeing Katie McCabe's strange <laughs> eyebrows when she got wow. player of the match against <laughs> Bristol City, I then was watching this after and I was like, Colleen definitely has... <laughs> Katie needs to go to whoever Colleen's going to. But it's still starts in quite an interesting way and it's funny watching this off the back of the Beckham doc and us obviously talking about that just recently but it starts with this sort of moment with the paps and the moment with the tweet and sort of the hysteria around being Colleen Rooney and being married to Wayne and we need a sort of a lot of that context initially because there are shockingly some people who may not know the story coming into this but they kind of set the scene and Jesse you were Maybe convinced it was the same paparazzi from I think the Beckham you're right. dog. Well, I don't know. It's just because she's he looks like the she, same. she points to him and she says it's him and his brother. And yeah. I was like, well, yeah. they just had those brothers in the Beckham <laughs> dog. Yeah, yeah, but they probably them them paparazzi guys. Those are the people they would make sure that they cover continually because yeah. those people are the ones that every single day people want to know something about them. Yeah. So those two paparazzi guys. Those those brothers, whatever they were, they were the ones who would probably be following all the top people. Are we the problem? Because that's how they're making their money. <laughs> are we the problem? Because we're, we're causing these brothers. Um, no, no. Because I want to no, see. I think, no, I want to see, but like, um, I don't care about her and Cafe Nero. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't. Do. I'm not bothered about what they're going about their business, but I want to see this stuff. Yeah. Because that's happening. You yeah. know, in those WhatsApp groups. Yes. You know what I mean? And you get someone like like Rebecca Vardy and. Now I, I'm literally I'm, I'm I want more. <laughs> We've all got appetite for more, hundred percent. But also, what I really enjoyed about this is we got the Wayne Colleen love story, which is beautiful. Oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful love story. But oh. then we also got these sort of qu- crime watch recreation moments where it was like Colleen stepping through a dark door, where it was like they obviously wanted to recreate the moments back in 2019 and before, but in the context of filming it now, so they were mm. all like recreations but the, every, all the parts were slightly different I like the bit when she stepped into the you know as if she was about to give evidence yes but obviously oh, filmed that that. Yes, in the courtroom yeah, yeah. with that yeah, big yeah. binder open yes. in front of yes. Yes. yes all those moments are really good because it was actually shot in quite a an epic way. It reminded me of the BBC drama The Night Manager with Tom Hiddleston (laughs) that came out in like 2016 because it was going, you know, it was going like Monaco 2017 Mm. or it was going like Barbados 2019 or like Liverpool 2018. So it was really telling it in really dramatic way and I I thought when we talked so much about how we disliked the way the Beckham shot was, was broken up pr- and production talked, value Beckham production, versus Colleen yeah. I'd go with Colleen every time I just time. thought they, yes, they made it dramatic but not in a silly way I was like no do you know what this deserves that epic retelling it was serious it was a serious yeah. thing it was done very very well I love watching them when they were when they were younger I love watching her when she was you know, a little skipping in the kitchen, everything, and all her boxing. Just see her. I just love uh, 
from a young age, she looked like somebody. It's just a very serious, mature person. Mm. She just always looked like that. She just she just looked like somebody that um that if if you meet them, you feel she's got she's just mature. She's got motherly instincts. She just looks like somebody that's like when I met her when we was at the um when we we done a function and Wayne was there, I was there, and everybody's there. She's just got an aura about her of she's in charge. I'm I'm calm. I'm cool with this. She's so good. And she's she seems so she seems really warm and funny as well. <clears throat> she is. She looks like she is. You know, scouses are it's warm and funny. I also think that's an interesting point about like how the documentary is like it's a serious documentary, mm-hmm. and I think that like as silly as the whole situation is, and as entertaining and as funny, it is a serious issue, and yes. it was her privacy that was violated and yeah. I think that it's really interesting to hear her talk about how she struggled with people making a big joke out of it yeah. and oh Piers Morgan I mean so many oh, jump God, scares of sleazy yeah. people Piers Morgan and Hadley Freeman yeah. yuck like yeah. could they not find anyone else any, a journalist with any integrity <laughs> yeah. when the PR woman popped up and was like Rebecca Vardy was a nobody. Like, why would she be getting write-ups in the sun about going to the beach? Like, it's just yes. not... That that exchange just doesn't make sense. Nope. But the best bit, which comes, I think, for me, comes in episode three, when her lawyers reveal that they could go back and ask for more evidence and they didn't redact yes. it properly. Yeah. And yeah. they just yeah. basically yeah. pressed, like, oh, delete, about, and it re- got revealed. Yeah, but what about the bit when Colleen had to read that bit, what I was saying about the words that they were using? When they called her the C word, I was like, oh, damn! Was, yeah. Right, I was like, so... What she done to them? Yeah, yeah exactly. It was just it was just pure jealousy and pure hate. Pure jealousy. Pure like, jealousy. That she wanted to be what obviously Colleen Not had. Everybody can be a scouse queen. Yeah. Sorry. No. I think obviously when we spoke about the Beckham Doc as well, we spoke about this almost kind of untouchable pedestal of celebrity, like so mm. A-list, so Hollywood, so sort of perfect and curated. But there is something still so honest and real about Colleen and about Wayne, yeah. who has fucked up. And like yes. the Rooney doc on Amazon Prime is brilliant and talks more into like, you know, his flaws and his mistakes. And you get loads of great clean action in that as well. But like, I love that there's a realness to it. And yeah. they still seem, obviously with all the wealth and everything, they still seem so down to earth and humble. Yeah, they're here. They're still here. And I love that energy that you get of like, Remember Twitter back in the day where celebrities just used to go on Twitter? Like Rihanna used to start fights with people and beef on Twitter. (laughs) We don't have that anymore. And even in 2019, it all mainly become PR and like statements that you want. So we will never see anything this iconic ever again. But imagine being someone that famous and saying, I'm not going to tell my agent. I'm not going to tell my lawyers. I'm, I don't, did Wayne know she was going to do that? I don't, can't remember. I don't think so. But I'm just going to go straight to the general public, (laughs) millions of people around the world and say, F1. FYI, this woman is a snake. (laughs) A snitch. You just don't get that anymore. And I think that just proves how much a a woman of the people and a family of the people that they are, that with their... Victoria Beckham never would have done that. No, no she way. Suffered. She's not she serving she iconic through, like that. She no. went through a lot. She, she would go to a PR there. team and say, mm. oh, I'm going to do this. And and I love the way the lawyer was like, I never would have advised her to do that. It's a terrible idea because it does, yeah. you know, create a, a libelous case straight away. Yeah. But she was like, no, fuck you guys. I'm doing the old yeah, school way. And it paid off. It yeah. what you know, she won, but it was hairy for some time I, there. I remember being so surprised 
when the verdict came out and she won. Because yeah. we were just, can we just talk about the whole like trial period yeah. and how amazing that was on Twitter? I forgot, I completely forgot about Peter Andre. The Peter just, Andre like, story. Oh, that's oh so, my God. Again, that is so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> you never, ever live that down. Just reading that, you think as a man, oh my God, I'm so glad that wasn't me. <laughs> Do you remember when didn't Peter Andre do a response video? Yeah, yeah. How do you oh do my a god, that was even worse. How do you worse. do a response? And it's also like that story was already out there, but it just got like dragged back <laughs> up. Like, I yeah, unless Peter Andre, yeah, no. unless Peter Andre is going to come out and show us that he's not in that way, <laughs> what is he? Why is he even saying anything? Like, what yeah, mean, you can't that, react. Again, that's a mean, horrible, vindictive, nasty thing to do to anyone. So bad. I also love, and we talk about the drama and how sort of epic it was, but I loved the type, type, type WhatsApp ones where it was like actually typing out the message yeah, or when yeah. she was going through her friends on Instagram and like all these random accounts and it was all, pop up. So I like searched oh a God. couple of them. Did you search some of them? Yeah, because I was like, are these her actual like... And are they? Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, They're just oh, like normal actually, people. Ian, we've, you sent Wayne a little message, didn't you, after watching it? Yes, I did, yeah. I, I, I sent him a message. Um, and what did I say? Should I, should I read it? Yeah, read it. Tell us. Yeah, I said, Wise, hope you're well and settled in Birmingham. Can you congratulate Colleen on her courage and commitment to finding the truth? I tell her myself, but I'm not on her private account. She's, <laughs> she's amazing. You've totally lucked out um, with her. God bless you. All the best. Have you had, have you had a response? Not yet, no. <laughs> I'm not sure Wayne's probably on Insta that much. He doesn't strike me as an Instagram so guy. Funny, but, but one come no, because I got a message from the last one, but that was it was October. Right. Maybe you should request the private account. Yeah. No. <laughs> request no. an ad. Come on. You know something? As long I watched as you don't it. snake, I, it's fine. I, I was watching it and you, you can't help. Did did was any of you emotional watching it? Yes. Yeah. I was crying. I really <laughs> felt for her because there was a time where you're thinking, should she let it go? She couldn't let it go. It was wrong. It was wrong. And the way she went through making sure that she... The, the bit what I was really getting nervous about was when she went through all of them and blocked them all off so she just left Rebecca Vardy. But then when she sent it, then others were seen by two. Seen by I know, two. I was, I was like, like, Colleen, how are you oh fucking no. this up? I know. Just I block know. them all. Oh my gosh. You know, but like, I just... I admired the fact that she, she couldn't let it go and she shouldn't. Um, she shouldn't have let it go because for whatever reason, like I say with Rebecca Vardy, for her to go down this road, it, it all just boils down to the fact that she just wants attention. Can I just say, just quickly, every time she was on screen, I don't know if this was whoever made it, it was Colleen's people made it, and, but every single picture, she gave me a Cruella de Vil vibe. <laughs> I can imagine that watching it for you, Righty, is a different experience than for us because nobody's going to do this to us. Nobody's ever Wait until you see the story I've put in the mail tomorrow about you, Becky. But this is something that could feasibly happen to you and, and like not knowing yeah. who to trust. You know what? I, I had a period, obviously being hacked and still going through the hacking claims now. I had a period through Arsenal when it was going really well and I was doing stuff where they just got stuff. And I remember being around Gaza. I don't know if you lot remember, like Gaza was somebody that he fell out with all of his people, everybody, because for some reason, obviously now we know they were hacking, you feel like people, are, who do you trust around you? Somebody's doing something. How'd you find out? Colleen was able to find out because obviously you have to go onto somewhere to be on something so then you could find out that way. But back in those days, you know what I mean? And I'm nowhere near in the league of Colleen where they want... 
like Piers Morgan said, if you could get on the front page of the papers, those papers, it's because you're interesting to the public. They mm. want to see you. I wasn't that that at that level, but like what I did find was things were coming out that I found out now that obviously it was hacking that you don't know where they're coming from. And you do start to distrust people. You don't know. You know what I mean? Like I said, I haven't spoken to my sister for for years. You know what I mean? Thinking at the time it was it was her and that, but I don't think we're talking anyway because we just like we just dis dislike each other anyway. But the fact <laughs> is, there was a long, many, many years where I thought it's her. I know it's her. It must be her, <laughs> right? But like you just leave it, and this is why with Colleen, in the end, she had the means to be able to investigate it. Mm. I wish at the time I had the means to investigate it, but like we obviously knew know what was happening now. But if I had the means like Colleen did, and it's happening now, Bex, I would. There'd be a time where I'd think, oh gosh, I should stop now. I should stop. But like, she didn't, she didn't stop. She didn't stop. She didn't apologize. She gave her the opportunity. And, you know, in the end, I, I like I said to, to wait, to tell her, she's brilliant. Her courage, her commitment to it. It was driving her mad. You know, you heard what her dad said. You're not the same. What's wrong with you? She couldn't integrate with her kids properly. She couldn't even deal with her kids properly because of this thing. It's fucking terrible. It's terrible to put someone through that. And this is why any other verdict apart from that would have been a real miscarriage of justice in this respect. It's also ridiculous. And I suppose it's not a criminal case, so the, it's slightly different. But the fact that you can just have a medical note, so her agent, Caroline Watt, never turned up because she had a medical mm. note, when clearly oh, she God. was like oh, main involved. main player in main this character. with Rebecca Vardy. And you also had the Sun journalist not coming. Okay, you know, the ethics of journalism and not, you know, reporting your sources, but they didn't yeah. turn up. And then the fact Caroline Watt can basically say that her phone fell in the sea and therefore there's yeah, no evidence. they didn't evidence. really cover that as, as much as I would like in the <laughs> documentary. I wonder if they were worried about implying that that, that had been purposeful yeah, right, and opening true. yourself and then, up to right. stuff again. And then also Rebecca Vardy's laptop that had had an IT malfunction. So I just, yeah. it's, it's mad to it's me just... that there can be such a high profile court case and people can just be like, phone's broken. But I suppose Boris Johnson and they, mm. they did that with some of the, you know, like cases around COVID. So it happens, but it's just, it's baffling to me that you can, that can just be the, the sort of payoff. You know something, I still, like, when you look at everything and how it transpired and how it's ended up and obviously Rebecca Vardy lost, how she could sit there and feel that she could go to court with this, with nothing. That's what I found insane. It was absolutely crazy. This is why, Jess, this is why I'm thinking she, for me, watching her come out of those cars, watching her, she seemed like that was, that was her main goal so she can get that attention. And she's gone through all that for that attention. Because when you look at all the pieces that she was getting done in the newspaper about her, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's rubbish. It's in, it wasn't even interesting. She wasn't doing anything of note. It was just for attention. She, what, what did it cost in the end? Three million quid. Three million pounds, what, what it cost in respect to the legal fees, whatever it was, for that kind of attention. She mm. seemed like she was more interested in what she was wearing. It just, it's crazy. It's also mad because like, as they show at the end, is that Colleen has to sort of pay for that all up front and then claim back the court costs. Jesus and there's no Christ. guarantee when you'll get it, if you'll get it. Like there is, you know, with lots of 
high profile cases where it's like when someone has to pay out, that doesn't mean they're necessarily going to pay out or get the money. It's like, yeah. you know, she had to take a huge financial risk as well, getting top shot lawyers that that barrister, David Sherborne, who is like Hollywood barrister who's I been actually, everywhere. Yeah. The younger one, I was interested by him. So I went on his LinkedIn to like mm. see oh what his God, credentials tell us. were. Tell us. He's actually just moved to New Zealand. Ooh, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, he's from the Wirral. I was wondering the accent because it's like that like kind of mm. like old scouse drawl. So mm. I wanted to find out where he was from. He's moved to New Zealand. Good for him. Hope wow, he has a good He seemed very normie as well. Yeah. I thought yeah. the lawyers all came yeah. across very well. Yeah, and they I were like, obviously, yeah, like, like you say, local as well. So yeah. they get it. It wasn't like you just flown in. Like obviously Sherborne was like the hotshot London guy. But then you had these kind of like local top lawyers bringing us back to normality a bit. You know something? What I loved, I loved Wayne. Watching Wayne in it felt like, you know, somebody's just on the outskirts that just gets ready to sit down and say, okay, what's going on today? <laughs> <laughs> I got that vibe from him. And then there was a bit in it where the lawyer said when he came in to speak and that, they said that, you know, he, he came up with some really interesting ideas <laughs> when he's talking. I was saying, I'd love to have heard that. I'd love to have heard Wayne Rooney's take on it. But when we're talking about the monies and what it was running into, the vibe I got was Wayne would just say to her, just go and do what you're doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, it's not a case of like, oh, because Wayne might have all sorts of monies. That's a lot of money. To pay three million quid, you have to earn six. Mm. You know what I mean? To, to make sure that you pay that, right? So for him to be so supportive of his missus when it's just running into ridiculous numbers and for her to have the, like I say, the commitment and the courage to, to see it through and still with all the evidence of everything what you've said, like laptops and f phones being dropped in water and people not well enough to come, with all that against them and she still had to fight to prove it. It was just like, it would have been a tragedy if she didn't win that case. I don't know what she would have been mentally if she didn't win that case. What I think is really funny is that Rebecca Vardy has just like completely ruined her own reputation over this. Without a doubt. I think she would have anyway, even without the court case, but just like taking it that far. And all of those stories that she's leaking is for the benefit of her reputation. Yeah. Mm. And she also, just... she tried to bloody copyright. Do you remember that? Wagatha Christie. She tried to oh trademark it. Trademark her own embarrassment. You oh <laughs> Do you think there's an extent to which, like, for her, even though obviously she wanted good press, but there's a sense of, like, all press is good press? Mm, because yeah. I feel wow. like some someone like her, it feels like the fact that her name will now be remembered forever. forever. Mm. And I wonder if there's a part of her that, does take that sort notoriety. of of yeah. that notoriety from that. I also want to shout out um, the lesser known wags that, that popped up in this because I think that also speaks mm. to how humble and real <laughs> Colleen and Wayne are. Danielle Gibson, wife of former Manchester United player oh, yeah. Darren Gibson. Darren Gibson, yeah. Not a big name. None of this high, no, no special Darren Gibson. But you know what I mean? It's like Danielle yeah. became her best mate. And those those are real girls. Those are real straight talking gals who are going to show her, show her oh, farmhouse. Drinking, drinking wine. Drinking wine and having yeah. a good we weekend. We just need everyone to know that Flo was at Soho Farmhouse <laughs> while she was watching that scene. Because Flo is also a top wag. I'm a top wag. You're what can I say? And I loved one of my favourite payoffs when Colleen said that finding out the verdict was like GCSE results GCSE day. Results. <laughs> 
that tells you everything you need to know about the kind of woman Colleen Rooney is. That's what she turned to. GCSE results. Literally, and in the whole preamble, it was really good because you know her parents kept saying that like she was a really studious person and she probably yes. would have stayed you can tell. in school. Oh yeah, God, if she you hadn't tell how smart she is. If she, had investigation. if she hadn't met Wayne, she certainly probably would have gone and you know had a whole really successful career in, in, in doing some, whatever she wanted something. to do. Lawyer, maybe. Yeah, and I also loved the reveal that Wayne was keen to get involved oh, in the case. I yes. And was going to become the next Kim Kardashian. I need Wayne Rooney to quit football and become a lawyer. Yeah. I just oh, think that's the payoff we all deserve. Yeah. Jeez, Screw Birmingham City. They don't even need you. Just become a lawyer. It would yeah, be so But you know what I love so about good. Wayne, though? When you see Wayne, like even when he's sitting there talking, there was a mischievous smile <laughs> always just not far away with everything that was going on. You could see he's fascinated by it. But like, I do find when I when I see Wayne in interviews, especially, I've never, never seen him in, in that kind of interview because obviously he's in his house. He looks very comfortable. He's very comfortable with everything. But he looks like somebody that there's so much going on in that man. Mm. You know, so much going on that fascinates me. It's like when I get my message back from him, I'll be really, really excited. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? I really do admire him. And like you say there, Flo, rightly, there's a realness that they've not lost. Mm. They, they, you know, it's it's there where, with all due respect to Bex and, and and the documentary, it still felt like it was somewhere else. The only thing that I got when I watched um, the Beckham thing was, obviously watching the football side of it, was the realness. Everything else seemed like way above everything else, you know. How, you know what I mean? Because his missus was not, you know, having to move from you know, to Manchester, to, 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 U, to the USA, to, to Madrid, to Paris. It was very hard to try to understand where the fucking hardship was. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas I know that, you know what I mean? It's tough because you have to move and go to places. But the main thing is, it's about support. Mm. It's about supporting. And just quickly on the Beckham one, just because I'm on that bit is, you know, that year, I'm not saying there's any excuse for doing what he did, but because he was crying out for his family. He said, you know, the bit in the, in the film where he says, I, I was lonely. I, it, it, you could feel it. It came from a deep place. And like I said, I'm not making no excuses, but she needed to be there for him because that's what, what footballers' wives have to be. You know what I mean? You take on all the glam and everything that comes with it, but the, but the hardship and the work for the, the wives, the footballers' wives is oh my God, I'm going to have to uproot again. I have to find schools. I'm going to have to find a house. While he's out and she might be thinking, oh, he's just playing with the lads. Oh, they've got to go on pre-season tour. He's gone to a great country. The wives have to do so fucking much. So much for a, for a footballer, especially a top footballer. So I couldn't quite grasp that one. Whereas with this one, with, with Colleen and Wayne, I could feel the realness. Mm. And when it. Wayne sort of got well, not temporarily kicked out, but when Colleen went and stayed with her parents, like that was real. That's what happens in family environments when, yeah. you know, couples are going through it. And, you know, often someone will be, yeah, I'm going to go stay at my parents for a bit because I don't know what to do with you. I'm in a weird place. Like the fact that they sort of opened up on that. And yeah, he, I really like that. I, I thought really like it that was honesty. really good that they addressed that. And I think starting like that as well was like from a viewer's perspective, a really clever way of feeling like you're going to be told the truth Um, because they didn't have to go as personal Mm. as they chose to with that start of the story but I think it immediately like for me it felt like I was really like on 
both of their sides, mm. to be honest, like from the start, mm. because I felt like, oh, yeah, it's like what you're saying, like this is a real relationship real with all thing. the shit that comes with a real relationship. Mm. I also really loved the beginning where there's like all the like old videos and where she's driving around Crockster because that's where like mm. where my nan my nan is Norris Green <laughs> yeah. which is where like, Wayne is from and Colleen where they kissed behind the church and it just like like the seeing the videos from the houses and being like oh that looks like like my nan had that that kind of sofa yeah. and that kind of thing was really like oh they are like they come from like the same kind of yeah, places as environments. Yeah, I would also like to say because my nan is from the same area, when Colleen brought out her perfume, so my nan knows Wayne's grandparents. Oh my god, no way! Yeah, from her work, <laughs> and she worked in in Lloyd's Pharmacy, and she, Colleen brought out a perfume. I don't know if you remember, it was I do. purple. Yeah, and yes. so my nan got me the perfume and also Colleen's autograph. <gasps> what? Oh! Have you still got it? I don't know where it is. Oh, I need oh to find it. Becky, yes. Becky, Becky, Jesus, Becky, Becky. I know. I can't the believe value you've been of sitting that. on the that. Value oh my God, that you can sell it right now. Um, also, what's what's really mad is I don't remember her workout video, but obviously we were not maybe old enough to be like thinking about that. But I don't remember her releasing all the like I all the other it. merch. But. When she was like, get on eBay now. I'm Clean Rooney and this is my body workout. I was like, iconic. Like, that was very much of its time. Mm. But the one thing I want to talk about, obviously there are all the different stories and everything, but I think so much of this is an amazing telling of like a couple's journey together, the ups, the downs, Colleen's kind of just determination and like you say, righty, bravery and everything. Mm. But for me, the credits rolling. You were when you were in tears. You I cried. Was, that was the bit that had me in tears. Wow. When Colleen and Wayne are watching Lewis Capaldi. It's very sweet. Oh. And it's like an Instagram <laughs> selfie video. Yeah. And yeah. they're just And look, he's singing to her. And he's, he's singing, singing to, her, to her. And they are so in love. They look a few glasses of wine deep as well, which I like. Because <laughs> yes. they're like, you know, there's there's a little and bit of mistiness. That's part of what love is. <laughs> that's part of what love is. It's real. There's, uh, you know, lots of PRTs may have looked at that video and said, oh, let's not do like post that. It's a bit too private. But I just thought at the end of the day, it was the perfect way to sign off this journey yeah. that they yeah. let us into yeah. of everything they'd been through that did actually, at first I watched it and thought, do we need all this context? And it was like, no, yeah. actually where their relationship was is so important in what motivated Clean to do what she did because she was mm. hurting and she was frustrated at people yeah. that were leaking stuff from the, the depths of her personal life. And so I really loved the way to finish on that love story because that summed up the journey that we had been on an audience and mm. what they had opened up to us to. It's like, at the end of the day, this is a couple that deeply love each other and that is a journey of so many relationships that so many people can relate to like people fuck up people make mistakes people yeah. go through shit together but it's that love at the end of the day of those two that people keeps it together. that keeps it together and I was Unbelievable. like at that point it was just standing ovation Oscar, <laughs> yeah. Oscar worthy but it was also I think a nice decision in terms of it felt like her being like I'm in control yes. of yeah. what I share and I'm willing to share these like personal elements but it's it's on my terms. And I thought as well, mm. that was like a really just like subtle way of being. And I thought that throughout, you know, using like the videos of, of the kids and stuff like that, you got this real sense of their real personal lives, but also mm. her being able to be like, I choose that and mm. I choose who yeah. I want to see that. And yeah, obviously I've put this out to a bigger viewership now, but also like it was my right to have that for 
private for as many people as I wanted it to be. Mm, yeah. Because that's why I hate the Piers Morgan thing. Yeah, where it was that's like, what I was going to say before. Oh, you know, you put something on social media. How do you expect to private? 300 like, followers. That's literally yeah. not how it works. It was a private Instagram yeah, account that yeah. not everyone could see. And you're allowed to trust as many people as you want in that circle. Yeah. And, and you have a right not to have that. It's like Twitter circles, RIP. Oh, RIP. Like, they're not I meant to be that, leaking those. No, I think the um it, the, the love stuff... You're, you're right, Flo, at the end with Wayne singing into her ear. And it's not as if he's he's singing like that at Louis Capaldi because it's he knows it's the end of the, um, the, the, the documentary. You know what I mean? Obviously, when you look at what them two have been through, what Wayne has put her through um, as, a, as a wife and a mother, and then they're obviously at Louis Capaldi, um, and they they videoed that, and he's singing to her. You can see in his eyes the love. You can see how she's accepting the vibe. It was beautiful because then it comes back to, again, is like she was going through all that and then, you know, get someone to pile this all in on her and she's kind of gone, navigated her way through it, da 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 And, you know, she's got the outcome she's wanted. And, you know, this video, like you say, of them singing, it again, it's one of those where I couldn't, I, I, I was very emotional simply because I was really pleased for her because it shows that there's a lot of things that go on in marriages, whether you're famous or not. And you know, there's a load of people that will be telling you, oh, you should leave it. Oh, you should do this, you should do that. But you have to some you stick together because, especially when you see them when they were so young together, Jesus Christ, it's just like, it's a beautiful story in the end. It was a triumph. That was a triumph. That <laughs> True, for the people. That was a fucking triumph, <laughs> that, watching that one. Because I, I like, I, I watched Beckham's one and I love it because I love David Beckham. But this one took me somewhere because it felt real, man. Mm. And we needed justice. We needed justice. We did. If any other outcome, I don't know where I'd be <laughs> mentally right now. This would be a very different podcast. <laughs> also, the verdict came out in the week that we won the Euros. And I remember being like, this what is it, we? guys. God, I didn't like, even think about that. The verdict mm. came out and I was like, we're winning the Euros. This is our oh, time. Was that the greatest week of your life? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, All downhill from here. We've been on a journey just on this podcast. It's made me enjoy it even more. Uh, if you haven't already, listeners, done your homework and watched it, there's still time. And we, I don't think there's any spoilers to really have. So you will still enjoy it so much. <laughs> I will say Zana said she couldn't remember who won. So she got to like really wow. enjoy wow. it. Enjoy it in real life. time. Yeah. I love that. That's good. Um, Ian, I know you got to go, but Thank you for pouring your heart out on that. Um, I did pour my heart out. I, I, I can only do that with you, you, you lot. So please keep it to yourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's not a podcast or anything. Um, no. Becky, Jesse, it's been amazing sharing this Wagatha journey with you. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. 10 out of 10. We've got to do more of these documentaries. I love it. Yes, man. Let's do more documentaries. Can I be a guest, please? Yeah. We'll let you on. Well, you we'll can pick you the next one. Yeah, let's do another football one. Um, but anyway, we'll be back, of course, with our Monday show. So we will see you all then. <laughs> <laughs>